Hello and welcome to this episode of Kill, this week's episode of Killing It. <laughs> oh boy, off to a start. There we go. I'm Daniela. <laughs> I'm Keith. And we have a lot to talk about. Um, we have we realized just before we started four episodes of things to watch to talk about. Sure, and the finale of Are You the One Second Chances, which came and went. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is our um, exit pod on the month of May, 2017. Yeah, it's, tomorrow is the first day of June gloom. June gloom. We're um, going to usher in June gloom together. Yeah. Talking about our favorite things. Yeah, which is uh, Every, not Ashley M, but that's fine. <gasps> everything and all things <laughs> challenge related. Yeah. Um, so when we left off, uh, it was the finale. And so yeah. let's talk about the reunion. Um, this year's reunion was hosted by challenge alum. I think he's a two-time winner. Um, Mike, or as most people know him, The Miz. I was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> from, um, famously from Back to New York, where he got schooled by Coral on being a racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never forget. It was really funny because um, he's like so classically old school, and I think Corey was the one who was like, you know something about that when he was talking about like hooking up <laughs> with girls. And oh, it's yeah. just interesting to see because like, the age that the people who are on right now are like they they very likely did grow up watching like, yeah the miz truly yeah. um yeah he actually has truly hooked up with so many of the old school girls it's, <laughs> i think um there's a clip online that i fell into looking for um just looking at clips of veronica as i do obviously these days yeah. as everyone should um and one of them was a game between i think blair and Veronica, he was hosting the thing. He was from Road Rules too, mm-hmm. um, and they were like, "Okay, whoever makes the biggest chart connecting everyone's hookups wins." And Veronica won. She knew everything. Yeah. But yeah, Miz, like the Miz had so many things coming off of him, like Trishel famously. Oh my gosh! You should yeah. find. You should take a screenshot of that. Oh yeah, I'll take um, <laughs> for our records. Yes. Uh, but anyway, what did you think of him as the host for the um, reunion? Um, I thought that he did fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I think he did better than who normally does it. Nessa. Yeah. See, I couldn't even remember her name. I like Nessa doing it. Um, I think the Miz. He's pretty famous, mm-hmm. so um, I mean, maybe it's niche, but I think like especially compared to the people who are on the reunion, like he is like heads and head and shoulders above them in terms of fame yeah (laughs) like a lot of like so many people watch the wwe yeah um so i feel like he when he is like reacting to things like he has like this air of being like above the drama like it's like this is ridiculous so it kind of brings more like zaniness as opposed to when nessa does it she brings more like this is real drama. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. I, I yeah. liked the tone of it, but it just yeah. went on for too long for me. He also is doing all these clip shows that they're putting before the Champs versus Pros. Yeah. Like, um, what is it, 15 Meltdown Moments or Crazy AF Moments. It's so, called Countdown and Chill. <laughs> I, I didn't know about that, so my DVR wasn't picking up the recordings. Oh, no. Yeah, because... Mine, mine got picked up, thankfully. I, well, I saw, like... I, actually, I'm really happy that you told me that because I was going to ask you about it and I forgot. But uh, my DVR picked up, like, the very last moments of it. And it yeah. was, like, him saying, like, oh, like, now this week's episode of Champs vs. Pros. I'm Mike the Miz, whatever yeah. his last name is. And I was, like, what is he doing there? But now that makes a He's lot more sense. very goofy. Yeah. Um, those he shows is, are... That's one of the things I like about him is, like, he is goofy. And I didn't actually think that he had an air of, like, I'm above this. But he had an air of, the, like, this is silly. Like, yeah. This is, like... Which I maybe is actually good. I like him being the host because I think it... Um, like we said in our in our last podcast, it's great to have 
um, at least some like calls to the past of challenges because like yeah. the show is just I mean it's going to be in its 30th season so which excited. by the time we end this I'll tell you what the official title of the 30th season is apparently wow um, you didn't tell me this before we started recording yeah. a true surprise <laughs> I love to keep her guessing um, <laughs> but yeah like like since this challenge there's the, going to be a, like it's going to be the 30th season so there's such a history of the show mm-hmm. and it can't always just be like the last 10 seasons it should they should talk about things happened before then yeah like, and there was a little bit of that in the reunion or the reunion episode too like yeah. he was hearkening back to you know days past days past um anyway moving on from that other things that happened in the reunion was ashley has new boobs which may or may not have been bought with the money she won she said they weren't but okay like where else are you getting a, lo- a literal time pun intended and, lump sum time and time, oh my god time and time again i mean there's nothing wrong with getting breast implants do what you want to do, do like, i'm to totally do. behind it if that's what you want um like i think kellyanne got breast implants after she was on real world like that's what these. That's what people do. Well, yeah, you just admit you it. Watch yourself on TV, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, that's what my body looks like." Maybe that's an insecurity she's always had. Yeah. I mean, I never know. noticed her. Not. I guess I just never noticed that about her. She's probably wearing push-up bras. I didn't never noticed. I mean, I don't really notice women's breasts unless <laughs> they are very large. I really don't either, to be honest. Um, makes me think a lot about her competition in um, rep- like her competition display in Champs versus Pros because I'm very worried about. Her breast implants. I mean, like, I mean, this is kind of jumping ahead, but uh, in the hot dog cha- challenge, she was like, oh, it hurts. These are brand new. And her and Ashley's elimination, which we'll yeah. get to, but um, worried about that. Um, also worried about Camilla and her sanity. Oh, and gosh. her, her, um, <laughs> ugh, what, what can we say about that? It was a lot. Uh, I, okay, so one of the things that kept happening was, And this happened during the season um, when Camilla was, like, uh, taunting Amanda. Amanda. She, like, got up and kind of did, like, a weird slow twerk hip twirl thing, like, bent over towards Amanda. Very strange. It was a a motion that she brought back to the the reunion and continued to do. And turned it up a couple more notches, if you could believe it. And she was wearing a sheer dress with a thong, so, like, you could see her ass, and I was just kind of like... And Amanda was like, you don't, like, you don't look good. Remember like, you're not on Amanda's side? I know, I wasn't on, a, I'm not on Amanda's side, but, like, I was... It's hard I not was, to be in this moment. Yeah, what was Camilla doing? I don't know. Even CT was just like... Yeah. Uh, like, because she was, like, right... Her butt was, like, next to his face. He and was just like, ooh. It wasn't like Camilla, like, did it quickly. She did it for an elongated period of time. Her, her only defense, her only defense for herself against everything Amanda was saying about her was that she was gonna dance and she also was like you love it yeah and Which, it was like no camilla i mean i've said it before she plays this kind of she plays her character up a little too much for my taste yeah i appreciate her and her competitiveness um she has a great body i and she's very proud of it and i think that that's great um i love when she makes jenna get topless with her and jump in the pool and stuff like that, that. was a really great moment love it but like um, you know camilla ugh. If you're gonna, She's not funny. If you're going to try and tear down Amanda, which is not a hard thing to do because Amanda does do stupid things, you have to have a better comeback than just, like, doing this, like, really weird dance. I, but I think that's, like, to Camilla's detriment is that, like, she's not funny. She can't yeah. do that. That's true. She can only turn into the Camilla She had Camillinator and she's running with it. She's, yeah. like, the banana. She's, like, that's, like, she's, like, bananas, the female version. Yeah. That's just the truth. Um, 
What do you think about Kayla being on the reunion, who was who was um, off the show a lot earlier than some people who weren't there? Um, well, she's back for the next season, right? She is. Yeah. Um, what did you think about her? Um, well, I guess I thought she was kind of playing up her and Corey's thing a little bit more than it probably was. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think I that underline, I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. Like, she was saying, oh, like, you told me to wait for... Did she say you told me to, like, wait for you after Something the like that, yeah. I First of all, I don't believe Corey would ever say that. He's he's an idiot, but I he's mean, not actually, that much of an idiot. I don't know if I don't believe that. I don't think... <laughs> you don't uh, think of the heat of the moment uh, in the shower? You no, know, in, sh- in the shower, he was In the like, shower, in that small me. room with a mattress on the floor, maybe. Oh, my God. It was like, ugh. But, <laughs> like, I, I don't... I actually don't think he said that to her. Yeah. And I think, like, maybe he said something like, let's meet up when we're back in, L- like, no. back in the real world. And I think that she took that to mean, like, let's yeah. do this when we're back in the real world. Kayla's no stranger to kind of like um, really latching on to things like that a lot. <laughs> her, maybe for TV or not for TV. I'm like, that's not really for me to say, but like her and Dion on um, oh God, he was world, terrible. On her real world season. Yeah. She just kind of like kept being like, let's hang out, let's hang out. And he was just really not interested. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's kind of Kayla. I mean, but also like, I feel like she, um, she knows how to like, take her place in the show yeah and maybe this is just kind of, kind of like her play to like get on the show more and like I also think that be more she, personality I think she watched this the seat because they filmed the they filmed the ringing in after the show's been airing yeah and I think she probably watched it and she was like I look terrible like I'm like this yeah. is the angle that I'm going to come at right the reunion which, I mean, from, which is that I was misled and somebody told me they had real feelings and it turns out it wasn't true yeah which that's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Camilla shouldn't have been like mean about the letter she wrote to Corey. That's the only. That's like that's, the smoking gun, right? Yeah, that's the smoking gun. Like, and you know what? Like, if I was on that show and I met Corey, I would also be fucking smitten as hell. I might write him a love letter too. Yeah, but like, yeah, Camilla, Camilla, like, I'm of the mind that like, for the most part, stuff that happens between you and somebody that you're hooking up with is like private between the two of you. Yeah, and so. It's like it's one thing to be like, hey, like I hooked up with this person. Right. Like I would tell that to one of my friends. But mm. if like somebody like left me a love note, I would keep that to myself. Yeah. I wouldn't show the next person. Or even if you saw with. that he had a love note, I wouldn't just be like, Wah. Which, no, keep like it's it's. But very for mature. Camilla, who has like no shame, it seems I like it makes sense. Um, I know the reunion really turned me on Camilla. I've, I know. Me I've too. never been like I've never truly been like anti or pro Camilla but the reunion I was just like I am not about it yeah I mean there are moments like when I see moments of her really like um in terms of competition like trying to like get there like when Big Easy quits during Battle of the Seasons that they're Mm -hmm. on together and she just wants to get up just like let me do it alone like I'm like I love that Camilla the one who like is um you know she like really wants to win yeah but the one the Camilla who's like the Camilla or the character of Camilla in the house has always kind of irritated me. Yeah. Um, moving on, the Jenna and Bruno um, hookup is finally revealed to have actually been true. Jenna says that they did make out. Yeah, but there was no anything with fingers. I'm not going to say that, that no, whole are, thing ever again. We already said that we wouldn't say it again. <laughs> done saying whatever that Amanda said that happened. And Amanda was like, well, thanks for finally like admitting to it, which... She didn't even need to say anything. No. Um, I actually really didn't think that her and Bruno did make out or anything. Like, I Me was neither. kind of shocked. Yeah. 
Um, Go for Jenna. Yeah. I, there's always a lot of, like, um, not to be, like, a gossip, but there's always a lot of people online, like, on Reddit and stuff talking about, like, because everyone's like, oh, did Jenna hook up with Vince? And, like, did Jenna hook up with Corey? Oh, yeah, that came out, too. Who so, hooked up with Vince? Um, well, like, Amanda said, said Camilla did. Camilla did. Which, who knows? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it makes, I, I don't know, like, I hate to be, like, oh, calls into question those two things because it's really no one's business to, like, you know, speculate on who her hookups are. Yeah. Um, you know, she can keep things as private as she wants to. Weird that, like, they would have no evidence of it on TV, though. Yeah. If they were, like, actually being filmed all the time. Um, I feel like the producers would find a way to put it in. But apparently a lot, all, a lot of Bananas hookups throughout the years have been not caught on tape. So, like his, like him and like Camilla's, like they got flirted a lot, but I guess they hooked up, but there's no evidence of it. Uh-huh. And that's why they're like ex's partners and stuff like that. I always like thought that. that that was just like manufactured so they could be partners. Like if you watch Cutthroat, you can see her flirting a lot with him. So like, but it's yeah, like they never like, kiss, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to look back at the tapes. Okay. Guess we'll have to watch Cutthroat again. Oh, um, <laughs> um, Moving on, um, there's a couple fights between cast members. The first one was Corey and Nelson's. That gets pretty heated. Yeah. Um, do you think they actually fought outside of it? I think they're friends now. I'm sure they're friends. I think, like, again, it's kind of like when you're at summer camp and you, like, see all your friends again and you kind of get back into summer camp mentality. Yeah. But, like, if you're just hanging out with, like, one summer camp friend outside right. of summer camp like you're like chill yeah. i think also the producers go to them the producers yeah. definitely play into all of these like minor insecurities that For they sure. had when yeah. they're filming because they know that it's gonna like spark the drama and make good tv especially with nelson and Corey, who um so freaking easy it's just yeah. like it's you know it, it takes like merely a, a breath of fresh air to blow them over the edge. <laughs> it's very they're true. They're both just like they're roid ragey or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, more rage-filled encounters um, came from Laurel and Cara Maria, who are not friends now. Okay, actually, uh, I totally forgot about this because I was so upset. <laughs> um, so we know from the past that Cara and Laurel are very good friends and like consider each other to be like sisters. They have, but they do have a very tumultuous past. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, they've yeah. always come around to care for each other. Mm. Um, it actually is very disturbing to me that Nicole has driven such a wedge between Laurel and Cara. Yeah. And that there's weird, like, Laurel thinks that the only reason is because Cara is like jealous. And she, also, like, Laurel blocked Kara from, like, talking to Nicole. Right. It's, like, there's, like, a lot of trust issues there, and I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, Laurel was, like, really angry. And, you, I mean, if you've watched these shows at all, you can tell when she's actually angry. And this was, like, really angry. I mean, at one, like, I can't really, like, be on Carmaria's side because, like, she is a really, like irritating person to have to deal with it seems especially because we know that car is like recently single and probably like needs a lot of support but at the same time i just like i I haven't thought about it from the angle that like it's totally kind of from but from nicole but it kind of makes sense a little bit like for Laurel, who is a really kind of like, she's super type A and like she likes control. Like, mm-hmm. and this is a new thing in her life that she's really like, she like loves. Like, I think this is a new part of herself that she wants to like move forward with and like be happy and find mm-hmm. happiness. And like the thought of someone so close to her, like even maybe like trying to like get in the middle of it, like t- sending like her in a tailspin, which 
makes sense because like she plays so hard for something that she wants yeah like i mean she obviously would rather be with nicole than win that's why she didn't like win her like elimination with camilla during the challenge yeah um, but she has nicole so that's like you know that's like the fire in her maybe i mean you know we can only we can only um i don't know speculate. i'm just i'm just saying like red flag when there's like that many trust issues and like there's like yelling between somebody that you like like I, I'm She's, not a part of that relationship. Yeah. She like, called Cara Maria poison. <laughs> I, but I'm shocked because at the beginning, like you go into this season and they're like, yeah, like you're like my sister and I care about you. Yeah. Like literally on the show after, after something happened with like Nicole, Cara and Laurel talked and like they were able to just kind of be like, well, our friendship is like more important. And like, yeah. well, Cara was like, I wouldn't do anything. I, don't know, just, I mean, I agree. I just feel like Kara doesn't respect people's boundaries. And she, in this situation, probably should have been a better friend, too. I I honestly don't know. Yeah. I mean, and we, we know so many. We don't many. know. Yeah, yeah. We, but <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I, 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 I would not, if my, I would be worried about my friend if I was Kara. Yeah. You know? I, this is a good, um, this is a good other way to think about that I didn't think of. Um, also, what was which that was weird. Also, something that was weird <laughs> was they said, and we have a surprise guest, and it was Nicole. I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, who's it gonna be? I think I read somewhere online like, oh, it's because she was late. Oh. Which I was like, oh, I was just like, I, like, and then Laura was like, is it Coral? Because like the Miz was the host, and yeah. they were um, they won the challenge together. That would be fun. That would be fun. I, I mean, I would have liked that more than Nicole. Um, I mean, that's the main, that's kind of the main gist of the reunion. Yeah. Unless I'm trying you have to think of anything else, but honestly, it was all just kind of a blur. Um, there was a lot of rage in it. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And like, it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of weird backstage things they showed, like Kayla, like yelling at Corey backstage and all that stuff. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to be done with Invasion of the Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to the... Oh, so, I mean, how would you say this this season rated versus some of the past seasons? So, um, I would say, like, the main thing I keep coming back to when I recall the season is just how much I wish it wasn't underdogs versus underdogs and champs versus champs yeah like i just really don't like that and like and that kind of bleeds over to champs versus pros like i mean with that it makes a little more i mean i don't know i just feel like if you keep saying like if you want to like if you want to be the best you have to beat the best like they're not actually really going against the um uh champs until the end yeah and like I think that we thought this was going to be a team challenge, like old yeah. school style, and it still wasn't. So I'm still interested in that kind of format. Yeah, which I'm hoping the next season is. I'm not actually sure about it, sure about that. But I do like, I think we got Shane and Darrell back. Yeah, so wonderful. Which was really great to see Road Rules people on the show. And just people in general who like have more, who come from it, um, who come from a time in the challenge when it was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I was reading about um, kind of just like the makeup of like certain um, people's wins. Like people like Veronica and Durrell are from an era of the challenge where it was more large team challenges. So more people were champions who were on yeah. big teams. Like yeah. um, like Durrell actually only has a, 
like I think one like individual format win, his win with um, on Fresh Meat one, which was actually more of like a team challenge, but like yeah. you know with when he wasn't in like a big team. Not to say like he, I mean he's obviously like one of the best competitors, but it's different from like um, some of like like Wes has like individual wins and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I like more. I, I like that we're going back to having um, people from that era with the new people. Yeah. Um, I like the nod to history, and I like the, like, diversity, and, the, and I, sorry, I use that word poorly, because I don't mean that, like, Shane's gay and Daryl's black, but I like <laughs> that there's people who have played the game through so many different iterations, yeah. and have, like, different experiences with the challenge, and, yeah. like, have done different types of challenges, and not yeah. just, like, these weird, like, like, always pretty much, like, partner-based yeah. challenges, um, like the way that Shane played his game this season was definitely like a lot more of an old school style, like yeah. just kind of like getting into people's head and sneaking around. And, and it like worked for him. And it much. worked for him because people aren't used to that in these past, you know, few yeah. seasons because everything's a partner challenge. Yeah. And like, honestly, I feel like casting ha- is severely lacking. And like, I mean, we were there. It's the people that they cast are like hot and empty, you know? Yeah. And so somebody like Shane is so good for the show because he has a personality, he has a point of view, and he's like making these moves that are interesting to watch. Right. As opposed to just like yelling all the time. And also, if, you know, MTV wants to consider the audience, it's not only young, it's not, it's actually probably not that many young, young people. No, it's It's a lot of people. And there are people who have been watching it forever. And they are like Darrell and CT parents. Mm-hmm. Like seeing representation like that, yeah. I think will like I don't know. It makes people like I mean everyone like watches redos of like shows they like now or whatever. Everyone like yeah. there's a Will and Grace reboot or whatever. So like they're like oh yeah I remember Darrell. Yeah. So I want to watch again like and like CT's kind of been throughout the entire of the entirety of the series. So they're like people come people watch for ct like the ratings always go up when it's a ct episode yeah really yeah it's like always that's really great because they just like ct yeah and it's it's just like another indication that like the people that they're pulling in for these shows before were just so interesting yeah like everything everything Darrell says is really funny he's super funny yeah and strong and And great last night on Darrell, he did get a camper Thank God. Yeah. If anyone deserves a camper, it's Darrell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this was a better, I think we're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I like where things are going. Um, a lot better than Rivals 3. Rivals 3 was good. That was that was a good finale. They, they, Rivals 3 definitely had a way better, um, what do you call it? Finale? Um, the, what's the final challenge called? Is it just the finale? <laughs> Finals. The final. Yeah, yeah. it had a way better final. Yeah, I agree. Um, this final was weak. It was so weak. I just keep on thinking about, like, this compared to Free Agents. And, mm-hmm. like, Free Agents was, like, looked very difficult. Yeah. yeah. I want to see you scale um, uh, an ice peak. Yeah, like, seriously, just give <laughs> us the mountain. Come on, give us a freaking mountain. Ugh. Anyway, let's move on. Um, Champs versus Pros were three episodes in. How are you liking it? Oh, wow, I love it. <laughs> Honestly, um, I think that, I think it's really interesting. Okay, well, I have so many points. I don't even know where to start. So, obviously, I'm a huge Louise fan. Yeah. Louise Hazel, she's a pro. She's a track star. She's British. 
she's not only like hot and sexy and has like a very like beautiful voice she, does. Um, she, does. she also has a very subtle manipulative sense of humor and i find her like enticing like so yeah. entertaining she's very sneaky so very smart yeah um she did she she what do they call it limegate yeah Lime. she was the person who started limegate um basically when they were doing the first vote in for who was going to go into their um, first elimination which was a female one um she she kind of claimed she i guess she never says a clear answer of whether or not it was or was not lolo's name written on the line but she just kind of like puts on the table that maybe it wasn't the person who she said it was. Yeah, so she she draws Lolo's name, but we don't know if that's Master true. Manipulator. Yeah. We love it. Um I I enjoy so I have to admit, I didn't know who any of the pros were except for uh Gus Kentworthy, yeah. who's Same. the cute Well, I knew CM Punk, I guess. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Um but Gus Kentworthy is the cute uh skier. He's a snow sportsman, and he adopted all those pu- puppies in Sochi. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute. Um, yeah. Actually, it's been interesting what I've noticed. The, so the format of this, just to kind of um, get it out of the way, um, it's they do they do a different kind of challenge each episode, and then there's elimination, and they're um, switching off between doing a female elimination and a male elimination. But like challenge Invasion of the Champions, it's only between um, the champs, and the pros mm. within their team who, who gets eliminated. And each episode of Champ and a Pro goes home. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, which I just, I mean, okay, for this, for this it kind of makes sense only because I feel like the pros, like, compared to the champs, I think are probably, like, in a lot of cases going to win over them. And you can't have a season with just pro athletes. No. But actually maybe you can because they are really bringing the majority of the drama <laughs> in this series so far. Yeah, so one of the things that happened was like the pros came in and they're like, we're gonna beat them at their game, it's totally fine. Like these people are just like casually like gym people, like whatever. And Johnny Bananas is really quick to point out like, this isn't a game about like, are you strong enough to do this? Or do you have enough endurance to do this? Like there's a whole mental part of this game too. Very quickly in the first episode, they go, the pros team goes from being super friendly and like, oh, sportsmanship, blah, 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 Yeah, let's blah. keep it equal. Let's yeah. just pick names out of the hat. It's the it's easiest thing to do. Drama central. Like, and a huge part of it is due to Lola Jones, who is a freaking mess. She's a bobsled Olympian Slash and a track, track star. star. Um, she was also on Dancing with the Stars and also had a kind of crazy attitude on that and talked back to the judges a lot, apparently. Yeah, I um, think she's like a person who has decided that her hard pass, her hard past gives her the privilege of being a difficult person now that she's overcome it i I don't think she thinks of herself as a difficult person but i think that she's like well now that i've done all of this like why can't i have yeah which yeah take what you want um but it doesn't mean people are gonna like you yeah she's highly competitive highly combative Mm -hmm. like um the reason why she's all like off the gate out of the gate was like I don't want to go in was because she's like, I'm trying to win money for my charity. And if I go in, like I might not, like I don't want to get put in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we all have, like her and Gus are the first people to kind of get into an argument. 
and he's like yeah we all don't want to like he's like she's like but you're not going in i am and like she's super pissed and then um the um the champs are just kind of like laughing because they're like oh my god because like they're not having any problems really even even to like the third episode they're really not having much problem putting people in yeah I mean, in this last episode, uh, Lolo gets chosen to go in again, and it's because she's difficult and nobody yeah. wants to work with her. I, and she kind of says, like, I thought this was going to be about bonding with my pro-athlete friends, and it wasn't. And it's interesting because everyone is everyone on the champ side, they do have relationships, and they are friends. And yeah. even though Kara and Johnny, like, hate each other in real life, they can still sit next to each other in an interview and get along fine. Yeah. Uh, and they have like real bonds and they know each other's strengths and like weaknesses mm. and also they have all known each other for like 15 years yeah. and so it's super easy for them to know how to play the game together right and I f- and the pros are literally falling apart and there's yeah. even one scene in this like past episode where the pros are all kind of like arguing and every single one of the champs is standing in the kitchen, like, leaning over, <laughs> watching and listening to the pros, like, have an it's argument. So and the, it's so funny. It's so funny. I think the uh, the detriment that the pros have um, in, this, in, like, in the challenge is that they aren't up front with just saying, like, the reason. Like, if, like Lindsay, who's, I think she's a, I think she's a snowboarder. snowboarder yeah. Um, she... She, I mean, it's really clear. They're like, we want Lolo to go in because we don't like Lolo. Like, it's like if they could just say that, it might just be a little like less tense. But Lolo's even more angry because they just won't say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I like Lolo's thirty four. I feel like she really. Should... Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't look it up. My sister looked it up <laughs> because we were talking. We were yeah. sitting next to each other watching it, and I was like, she's just way too old. Like I don't know how old she is, but she's way too old to be acting. This. Right, and then Nicole looked it up, and she's like, "She's thirty-four," and I was like, "Yeah, she's too old to be acting." Wow, I thought like she was this. younger. Hmm. Yeah, well, she's too old to be acting like she's that. She's too old to be acting like that. Yeah, so Lolo gets really defensive over her foundation because it's like hers that she started from the ground up. From the ground up, but at the same time, Gus Kenworthy is totally, tr- totally right. He's saying we all are here because we're passionate no. about uh, we i don't know if we mentioned this but the whole show is for charity yeah like all of the pros and champs have each chosen a charity um and in in between the commercials they're doing like little blurbs about their charities. some of them they, are well yeah that's true <laughs> little blurbs about their charities and why they chose them and like you should look them up too yeah but like it's everybody is there because they've chosen a a cause yeah. that they're passionate about, and how dare she say, "Well, I deserve to be here more than all of you." Yeah, that's it's, true. I mean, what, that's what it comes down to, and that's yeah. why, like, she rubbed everyone the wrong way. Yeah. Of course, they're going to put her in any time they can because they'd be hap- they'd be happy to get rid of her. Yeah, because she's so irritating. Yeah, she's bringing a really when they play um, when they play flag football, she gets pissed because I think Lindsay was like, "Oh, you can't push." Yeah. <laughs> And then she's like, she's a bitch. And she just, like, stomps yeah. off. It's actually, like, she throws a tantrum. And she has to get, like, pep-talked by Johnny Bananas, who's just, like, feeding her fire. And, like, oh, they're just, like, jealous, da-da-da-da-da. Because Johnny's playing a game, too. You know, yeah. and someone else who gets so salty. Like, we finally see um, Bananas go up against Wes in an elimination. It was historically interesting, mm-hmm. as both CT and Camilla point out. They have never gone each o- against yeah. each other in an elimination. Um, it was the one where you have to, like, snap the um, stick against uh, and break it over over your um, opponent, which yeah, I can't remember what that was like, from. It's like Battle of the Seasons or something. They yeah, did it's, it's like blind fencing, and you yeah. have to have, like, somebody directing you. Darrell directed twice because yeah. he's the most, you know, I mean, who well-liked. would you have chosen as your caller? Um... 
I probably would have picked Louise too because I like her voice. CM Punk picks Louise for his because she has a distinct voice. Yeah, which I was like, wow, that's a very intuitive. <laughs> I probably would have chosen Darrell. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he definitely my second choice for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, but Bananas, um, who him and Wes are like throughout the episode, throughout the first couple episodes, they're like, I feel like they really turn it up because like they're kind of like like leaders or whatever like okay like, like welcome to the challenge da 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 like historically all right, guys, like they're it. not like they're not friends <laughs> yeah they yeah. aren't friends and um this comes to fruition when Wes beats bananas he's really actually mad like it's not like he's oh yeah really mad <laughs> bananas goes home and he has nothing to say and Wes is so happy about I know, it, it. So in, in episode three like Wes is like he's on the top of the world he goes against um Cameron, the big ex-NFL player. Yeah. And he, like, knows he's going to lose. He's just like, yeah, blah. Like, he's having the time of his life. He's beat bananas. That was really funny. It the, was the best. The challenge in that one, they basically were, basically were doing kind of like an opposite tug of war, like with a big pole. So it's like a tug of, or push of war. Yeah. And you had to try and push your opponent into the moat that was surrounding the platform you were on. And Wes just falls into the moat, <laughs> happy as can be, love and yeah. life. He knew he was going to anyway. Yeah. Um, I love that. Um, the other, um, before we leave the bananas thing, before he actually went at the elimination, he gets into like an argument with CM Punk, which is really stupid because like he started this argument because CM Punk was like, I either, you're either going to win gloriously or lose gloriously or something. And he's like, wow, I've never seen someone be such a um, proud loser to CM Punk and he's like and he's like who are you anyway I don't even know who you are which maybe is not a very nice thing to say too you're, he he's like, like you're a fan yeah, you're a fan you're just a fan <laughs> the bananas um, he's like he's like oh yeah you lost in two seconds in your MMA fight or UFC fight um, which is like I guess kind of like a famous note about CM Punk is that he like lost really bad really fast um, which I mean it's not like those are very easy a lot of all of those matches are really short anyway yeah I don't like have much of an opinion on it because I don't watch UFC or anything but it was a stupid argument and bananas really sh probably doesn't need to be like stepping up to like pro athletes and like calling them out for stuff like that no no he doesn't at all a lot of, bananas has been eliminated first maybe like I don't know once at least on his first challenge he was eliminated oh, first. Yeah, and he many was. times he's been eliminated he got eliminated by Wes in a stick match, so yeah, he doesn't have much to say. I, I feel like Bananas is just like one of those people who he feels like he's at the top of his niche, but that like niche doesn't mean a lot in the real world. Yeah, that's true. He also got beat by Darrell, so maybe Darrell's yeah. at the top of his niche actually. Yeah. Um, but moving on from that, um, I mean, what, like, my favorite takeaway, obviously, is the return of Queen Veronica. I know that that's your favorite takeaway. She was only on the first episode. <laughs> um, I like, I like that, I like that they all seem to be having a lot of fun. Yeah. She brought, you know? she brought on a good point where, um, which we, I was gonna, t I was gonna, like, actually talk about a little earlier when we were talking about, um, knowing each other and stuff like the main the main issue with veronica being on is that she hasn't had contact with that cast oh yeah in a really long time even people like Darrell, who are like from her era of the challenge he was just on the last season so he he like really just was hanging out with those people yeah he like knows them again so yeah. no matter how nice they are to veronica because she's on their team like she's she knew she was at the bottom of the pedestal anyway yeah. she even says when they vote her in she's like 
I'm born again rookie. Yeah. Which I feel like I've heard her say that before, I think in the ruins or something. Because hmm. it was that what she took a big break between that too. I don't and know. she goes in. I have just one of the ruins. I haven't started watching yeah. it yet. Um, get on that. Yeah. But um, she she says that she's proud of her. She When she does lose against Ashley M, which I was sad about because I really yeah. kind of thought she might have won because she I mean, Ashley, didn't fall. Yeah, Ashley, <laughs> it was like the one where you have to basically like rock climb this wall, but to get up the wall, you're uh, punching holes in the wall to yeah, climb which up. Which is really hard. It was super hard. Yeah. Um, how do you think you would have done? Um... I think I would have done okay. So John A's won this before and yeah. lost it. Yeah. I think I would be John A round two. Like I would have beaten Emily from World Cancun, but I would have lost to I can't remember who she lost to. Is that free agents? Yeah, I think she might have lost to Nani or something. I mean yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah, so that's kind of where I think I would fit into it. I'd probably do as good as Veronica because I think she did great. Yeah, she I did know, really I think great. Really, she showed her hands at the end like she was, her knuckles were bleeding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad to have her back and she's like, um, I'm proud of myself for even showing up. Oh, yeah. Which is, I mean, she's like from a, like, you know. Completely different era. From a completely different era. It was like, there was a lot more strategic stuff then. Yeah. It was less about like, I mean, there's an era, like, it changed when all the guys started, like, being bodybuilders. I know, I was gonna say. Because it wasn't always like that. It was like pre-CrossFit. Pre-CrossFit era. <laughs> the pre-CrossFit era. I mean, like, all of these people, like, one of the things that was great about the real world and road rules is, like, you know, these were people who took time out of their real lives, but their lives were not this. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, Veronica, like, works at Salesforce or something like that, right? Oh, I don't know. Did I make that up? I mean, you said it for some reason. And maybe it's true. Maybe. But what Veronica has that all those um, all the other women don't have is three wins compared to each of their one wins. Very true. So I'm just saying, like she she and like CT and Darrell and Darrell even owns a gym. Yeah. But like they all come from a time where like this was like something that you did. Yeah. This wasn't their career. It wasn't your career. And yeah. like all of these like this new generation of people. Like, Corey's a personal trainer, but the challenge is going to be his career for as long as yeah. he can make Cara, it. Cara, Camilla, Bananas are faces the of the challenge, yeah. basically. They've all been the level icon on the challenge Twitter. This is know? true. This is very true. Um, I'm really happy she's back. I hope this isn't the last. I don't think it is going to be. I mean, so, I mean, we should probably wrap up. Do um, you want to talk about the future? Well, um... Or hmm. do you have anything else to say about... I mean... We we well are you the one second chances did end and Devin and Rashida won which we kind of all knew they were gonna win. Oh yeah. Um, I, I Tori and Morgan were very athletic second place. Mm -hmm. They were kind of the only people who really could win, could beat them because Shanley and Adam just like were too fire and water. Yeah. Which is really weird. I mean it's I mean I guess maybe I would be annoyed with Adam the whole time because he's kind of just a big lug. Yeah. Um, but you know. Whatever. Um, that was, I don't know about that show. I wonder if there'll be more. I'm curious if they do it again with different formats and things. I should look up the ratings. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, they'll probably still keep doing because Ari, the one's like their new flagship. It's just a factory <laughs> over there. It's just a factory for new cast members who are all up in the challenge. I know, but it's like, it's, it's seriously like finding a needle in the haystack with finding a good personality in the, on that show. That's true. Devin, I mean, he's... Devin's the one true gem. He's the number one to come out Except of it. Except for Cheyenne, but now she has a baby, so Cheyenne's she's not going to be coming back. Live your life. 
Um, I like Shanley. I kind of want her to do more shows because oh, yeah, she I like just. Shanley too. I like her attitude. She's. But fun fact, she was cast, and you you've told me this. She's cast for the real world. She's a real world alternate, which is why she's mm. much more interesting than. Yeah, she's good. I would like to see her on more things. I don't know if she wants to do that because she's very. I don't know. I follow her on Twitter. It's pretty funny. Um, she has, always has lots to say. But anyway, moving on from that, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure when season six of Ari the One is coming. I haven't really heard anything about it yet. Um, but on the forefront of the challenge before we leave, I heard today the challenge title for season 30 is going to be Challenge Dirty 30. Dirty 30? <laughs> Dirty 30. So All right. Don't know what that means. It says Challenge XXX, which is 30 yeah. in Roman numerals, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. Very Super Bowl-esque or whatever. Oh, well, also that's why it's dirty. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> dirty 30, I just thought that's like a thing people say when they turn 30, right? Oh, well, yeah, but isn't like XXX like kind of thinking? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's I why, didn't make that up. That's why we do this. That's why you do this podcast because, you know. We need each other. We need each other. You know, we go farther together, you know. Oh, my God. I'm going to shed a tear right now. I know. Um, well, if you want to cry with us, I'm at Danielle Devera on I'm, Twitter. I'm at Keith Pinatale on at Twitter. The pod is at Killing It Pod. <laughs> um, you can send us a tweet if you want to gush about Veronica being back. We do love Or Veronica. lament the fact that she's already left. We are sad about that. Um, or, you know, uh, talk about Lolo Jones. <laughs> yeah, or Louise. Who we love. I did a deep dive on Louise's Instagram and I have to admit I did one of the workout videos. That, wow. Yeah, she was like, oh, try this move at home. And I was like, okay. And I did. <laughs> if we could all be as... Um, Beautiful, intelligent, in shape, smart, snarky, snarky, subtle, as Louise Hazel. Yeah, I wish. Also, uh, Nicole said my sister said that she dated Michael Fassbender. <gasps> I texted you that. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. How could you? Shame on me. <laughs> Every time I see her, I just like imagine like. Oh wow. my god. <laughs> She's had dinner with Michael Fassbender <sighs> multiple times. On that note, it's getting hot in here. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna <laughs> go, but. If you want to talk about Michael Fassbender, you have our information. Uh, our listen to us. We'll be back soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.